Trivia Music Show of your favorite pop stars. What's cracking, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And if this is your first time joining us, we scour the internet and we find less known facts about some of the legends, big names, mega stars, or what I often say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And let's see if you know as much as you think you know about your favorite stars in music. I'm TJ Reed and I'm here with my bro, Yoon Chi. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope you're ready for some more shocking facts today. <laughs> yes, sir. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you a quick question. Okay, All right. table's turn today. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, Yunchi, why is a piano so difficult to open? Why is a piano so difficult to open? I'm mm-hmm. only repeating the question to buy myself more time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> huh. Any clues? Any ideas? Because the pianist is not at home. Mm, that's a that's a that's a fair try. But the real answer is pianos are difficult to open because the keys are inside. <laughs> Okay, it's a bit of a thinker, but I got it. Little bit, little bit. So, who you got for us today, man? I've got a singer with a pretty rocky life, and uh, it's he's also one of my favorite rock stars. Also in the karaoke, I like to sing his music. Okay, so you like to kill your vocals on some rock music? All right. That's so this, right. Is, this is he's a rocker with a rocky lifestyle. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think of that, but <laughs> thanks for covering up for me. <laughs> all right, all right. And today, it's interesting that you brought up a rock musician because I got one that. A pretty big legend in uh, my neck of the woods. And I guess you could say this guy is an embodiment of the past. I guess you could say. Really cool. Embodiment of the past. So just an old musician then. Mm, (laughs) Not not really. But um, really interested, really excited to introduce this guy to you, uh, to everyone. And hopefully learn something a little bit new about the, uh, the genre. I'm up for learning some history. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get right to it. Let's go to fact number one, and this is according to SoCurrent.com and Wikipedia. This artist was named after his uncle, who was a uh, KIA, or killed in action, in uh, the Korean War. Okay. Uh, The army later found out that he had been denied the Medal of Honor due to his Jewish heritage and awarded it to him posthumously in 2014. So that's where he got his name from. Can't say his name because it would just blow this whole thing. Um, I think it's kind of a common thing in the West world to name a child after the, the grandfather someone in, in, in this case is also a senior in the family yeah yeah well somebody in the family right right uh he showed an interest in music at the early age of three and this and okay. according to this Young source talent. he was banging on pots and pans in the kitchen at that age <laughs> and uh i guess he wrote his first song called i love you baby at the early age of seven which is kind of interesting. Um, At the age of five, he learned how to play the piano from a jazz legend named Duke Ellington. Not sure if you know who that is, but he's he's one of the big wigs in the uh, the jazz genre back in the day. And that was made possible because his dad was a jazz promoter and friends to obviously Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Miles Davis. So Mm. a lot of big names in jazz. His dad was a friend of. So, yeah, it sounds like a pretty cool connection there. Um, He developed a passion for music at an early age, and he joined the California Boys Choir. And uh, he was a uh, 
he had a raw talent in several instruments and he was accepted into the Beverly Hills High School music program. So yeah, lots of music roots there. His uh, parents were obviously very influential. And so he was able to uh, get a leg up, I would say, in this industry. You know what I mean? I think the thing I'm picking up here is that when he was at the age of three or five, he was playing music on pots and pans. <laughs> that's actually that's actually become something that's popular these days on YouTube. That really? people like to just uh, record some random noise and then make music out of it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Not sure how that would sound. I'm actually looking. It's on YouTube, you said? Yeah, planting music. I think it's, it's so now the trend is that people are trying to instead of using synthetic like mm. electronic sound, yeah. they try to use natural sounds from the doors or the car doors or the the desk, anything <laughs> to make music. So I think that's pretty cool, and that's something that he has a connection with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a little boy, sounds like that. Well, it sounds like a trend, though. I'm not sure. I, I'd imagine. I can't imagine that lasting for a really long time. I mean, mm. Yeah, I'm not sure how sustainable that is, especially for the world of concerts and record deals and stuff like that. If you could slam a car door, I mean, that doesn't sound very appealing to me. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. We're gonna move on to fact number two, and this is according to interestingfactsworld.com. Um, his mother was. African-American played the role and this is a really big clue Mm. for fans out there. His mother played the role of the wife in the first interracial couple on a well-known primetime TV show in the 70s. Wow. If I say the name of the show... I still wouldn't know. You still wouldn't know, but it would be a (laughs) dead giveaway to listeners. Yeah, but I think it would... Yeah. (laughs) Even if I said his mother's name, it would be a dead giveaway. So I'm going to hold that for now. But yes, his mother was an actress. Mm. His uh, dad worked in... Um, the music industry. For NBC, a television company. Mm. And um, due to his mixed ancestry, his dad was Jewish. Um, this right. artist had to endure a lot of racism growing up. Mm. And um, he told uh, CNN um, that kids used to call him Zebra or Panda. And, uh, panda? Yeah, panda. So his mother was black. Yes. And his father was Jewish. Yes. I don't see a connection to a panda <laughs> as an Asian and Chinese. Well, that's <laughs> that's our see, heritage. Come on. I can see why you would say that. But yeah. yes, in this context, it's mainly referencing the colors, right? So black and, uh, black white. and white. Okay. So he called yeah, them zebra as well, right? Right. It's like, you know, pattern. in some days, in some, you also sometimes hear people say, like, oh, he's an oreo or she's an oreo Mm, okay yeah because because it's a black and white cookie exactly exactly not something that's good to hear i mean obviously i mean it's unfortunate that you know america is so color-coded but that's just unfortunately the way it is he also went on to say that his mother they would call his mother mrs knight and then his father (laughs) mr day Okay, so the, these names actually don't sound as insulting as they might hope it to be. Uh, well, yeah. again, they're they're referencing that your parents are different. Yes. They're pointing and they're saying things, and as a kid. When you're, you know, of mixed ancestry, you know, and you have kids that are, I guess, 
pointing out your mom and your dad. That's a sensitive point for a lot yes. of people. Those are fighting words for a lot of people. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. For a sensitive child, that might be more hurtful. It's not about being a sensitive child. I think oh, it's yeah. just about being a someone of mixed ancestry, and you're already a bit insecure because, as we talked about a little bit on the show, people from both parties don't really accept you a hundred percent. You know what I mean? I know. So there's that going against you, and then you have people pointing things out. And let's face it, in you know, in the United States, you know, being black wasn't exactly a positive thing. People would point that point that out and laugh and say certain things. So lots yeah. of insecurities growing up. I think because of my language problem, <laughs> I was trying to make a generalization of like、uh, kids are normally more sensitive.、Mm-hmm. I wasn't saying this child was、uh, particularly sensitive. Right, right. Well, I just again、yeah. in general, racism is not is not fun for adults、no. or kids. Uh, this guy had an interesting high school life. He went to school with、uh, Robert Downey Jr. Not sure if you know who. Exact that is. same year.、Um, of not, course, not Iron sure Man. Exactly what? Yes, Iron Man. Yes.、Right. Uh, not sure exactly what year, but he went to school with these guys, Emilio Estevez, and I think on an、mm, earlier、yeah. episode, that's Charlie Sheen. Mm. Which is a really famous actor,、uh, Rob Lowe, Nicholas Cage, okay, Angelina Jolie, okay, and Robert Trujillo from、uh, Metallica, which is a huge rock band.、Uh, they all went to the same high school at、uh, Santa Monica. So kind of interesting that this guy is just aligned with all of these big stars. So he's like a hometown boy for you because DJ's from California. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I'm not from Santa Monica, so that's not exactly a hometown, but. I just kind of wish I went to school with some of these guys. This sounds like the、uh, the rock star、uh, high school, apparently.、Mm. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on to a little bit more about this fact. This artist went by the、uh, alias of Romeo Blue when he、mm. first got into music, and he hit the road trying to make it big in the music business. And despite his parents' celebrity connections, he was determined to try to make it on his own merit. And in the earlier years of his music career, he pretty much lived in his car that he rented、wow. for five dollars a day. So classical picture for musicians. Yep, just life on the road, singing here, singing there, living in your car. But he. He had an alias as Romeo the Blue. Romeo Blue. Romeo Blue. Yeah, and they don't really go into a lot of detail about what that actually means. I know、okay. Romeo. I mean, I think he yeah, was a ladies' man. I'm、definitely. trying to decipher the alias. So Romeo is probably like romantic songs. Well, he's he was a bit of a ladies' man, more like a sad day,、so. blues music. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then of course blue could just mean a sentiment. I'm not really sure. Right. But、um, we're gonna move on. To fact number three, and、um, this source is from CNN, actually. And this artist, as I mentioned before, you know he's of mixed ancestry, but he's in a genre that today people predominantly see as well white. So country music, rock, rock. music, <laughs>、okay. right? So the questions, and he recounted an interview that he had on a、uh, show, and he said that the questions they would ask me when I was when I was doing my promo for my first album, they were like, "Why aren't you doing?" Hip hop. Why aren't you? <laughs> why aren't you? Why are you doing this? And why aren't you? Why aren't you an angry black person?、Uh, you know, and that's something that again a huge stereotype that you know every black person rap, black men rap. 
You know, it's like、uh, every American is expecting Chinese to do kung fu or <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> right? Right. Similar, something like that. But、uh, these were some of the things that they expect, and a lot of record labels will tell them that his music wasn't、uh, well black enough,、mm. right? So again,、yeah. you're black, you should be singing the blues, you should be rapping. Also, they would say that his music wasn't white enough to be a rock star. So,、mm. and that I find that to be really interesting because despite what Many people think rock and roll was well originally black because I mean、is、I'm not、it? sure if you've heard of Chuck Berry, but Chuck Berry has been attributed to being the father of rock and roll,、hmm. and there's a lot of sources that can confirm that, including Rolling Stones magazine,、uh, Wikipedia, History.org, you name it.、Hmm. And of course, there are a lot of artists that they try to coin that title too, but pretty much all the sources will say that Chuck Berry is the most prominent. With all kinds of well-known artists that came after him, duplicating his style, his charisma, and stage presence,、okay. and you know he got—he was doing his thing in the '40s, and he inspired guys like the Beach Boys.、Mm. You know, you've heard of the Beach Boys, and also yes, for the, the first time, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You haven't heard of the Beach Boys? Very classic, very famous、uh, rock group in the U.S. The Beatles. He inspired、okay. the Beatles. That's even before Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just、um, you know, there's there's Chuck Berry. There's you've heard of Elvis, right? This, right. He's considered the king of rock and roll.、Mm. But if he's the king, then Little Richard was the queen of rock and roll. And this guy influenced guys like you know Elton John, David Bowie, and. You know how these a lot of those rock stars they had this feminine style where they would grow their hair really long and they had these little、right. flamboyant style. He this guy was pretty much the originator of that. So this is you know that's something that a lot of people don't know. According to Wikipedia and Variety magazine, Little Richard mentored the Beatles and was a voice coach for Paul McCartney, who was one of the lead singers of that group. Paul McCartney said it himself that Little Richard taught him everything that he knew and said, "quote I owe a lot of what I do to Little Richard and his style." So yeah, you have all kinds of rock artists, white and black, that have covered his music, from Jerry Lee Lewis, Buddy Holly, even Elvis Presley covered four of his songs、mm. and told them himself that he was quote the greatest. Wow! Even before Little Richard and Chuck Berry, you had Sister Rosetta Tharp, A.K.A. The Godmother of Rock and Roll, and this is according to PBS.org, You Discover Music, Wikipedia. Yeah, she pioneered the electric guitar, and she was going on tour all over the world in the forties. Yeah, she inspired a lot of the original rock greats. You know, some of the ones that I mentioned earlier, like Little Richard and Chuck Berry. Wow, there's just so many things that people are not aware of in terms of rock music. It actually came from a lot of black stars at that time. So this artist who's doing rock in a rather contemporary time frame, people were just like, "Huh? Why? This is this is what are you doing? You're, you, you know, not, you shouldn't be doing this." Yeah, maybe my knowledge. Is limited,、sure. but as far as I know, I think I picture most rock musicians as white. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately. Exactly. And that's that. It's not just you. It's a lot of people who had this misconception. That's right. But a lot of people are not aware that before it became、yeah. like a white、uh, genre, it was actually black. So this artist, his debut album, "Let Love Rule," and that's probably a huge hint to a lot of people. Was a combination of rock and 1960s funk. So yes, a lot of people, a lot of critics gave it. It, it got mixed reviews from the critics, but、um, a lot of his、um, musical influences were Jimi Hendrix, Aerosmith, Kiss, Bob Marley,、mm. and the Rolling Stones. So yeah, really interesting musician. We're gonna move on to fact number four. 
And this is according to biography.com. His songs, and I'm going to go into his songs a little bit, you know, that way. I mean, hopefully you will recognize some of them, any of them. Not sure. But anyway, he wrote a song about Nicole Kidman. Not sure if you know who that is. Kind of vaguely rings a bell to me. Very famous actress in Hollywood. She was married to Tom Cruise. That's who she's notably met. Isn't she the one in V for Vendetta? No, 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 no. That's um, Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, Natalie Portman. (laughs) (laughs) But in case you didn't know, this artist and Kidman used to date. And his song titled Lady, which is one of his biggest singles, is actually about her. Mm. However, he has admitted that the romance between him and Kidman wasn't actually very nice. So, But it's quite a typical pair between a musician and an yeah, actress right. or a musician with an actor. Especially a rock star, right? That's right. Uh, this artist is famously known for marrying an actress named Lisa Bonet. And she played Denise Huxtable on the famous Cosby show back another really famous 70s show and they were married for a few years and uh, they bonded over both of them being half african-american half russian jewish Mm. so kind of interesting they split after his career started to take off and allegedly and you know there's not we don't we don't we don't know this for sure but according to sources his rumors of him and madonna kind of hooked up when she did a song called justify my love so yeah there's there's madonna again back in the mix almost sounds like a confession (laughs) Justify my love. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Angelina Jolie was almost in one of his music videos. She auditioned to be in the video uh, Stand By My Woman. Another big hint for fans out there. However, the director of the video decided that she wasn't the right fit, which I think is interesting because she's like Mm. a huge Hollywood star. So... We're going to move on to my last fact, and I'm hoping that this will draw a clearer picture for those of you listening out there, and hopefully for you in here, Yunchi. <laughs> um, this artist, this is according to biography.com, he's made appearances in Hollywood films like The Butler, which is a very famous film, Salee Daniels' film, which I haven't seen, and uh, Zoolander, mm. a very, uh, it's a comedy with, uh, what's his name? Uh, that Night at the Museum actor, Ben Stiller. I'm not sure if you know who Ben Stiller is, but not really. <laughs> That's okay. Is, is, <laughs> I'm waiting for the next ones. Come on, spill them. And also uh, the the film Precious, which is another Lee Daniels movie that I avoided, and famously in The Hunger Games as the character Cena. I think I only know the leading actress from Hunger Games, <laughs> pretty much. And his daughter is also a very famous actress and singer, and she's in blockbusters like Mad Max, uh, Fury Road and X-Men First Class. So I think these facts are probably screaming who this artist is for a lot of people who are familiar with these films, some of these songs, and also this artist's background and, um, you know, a lot of things about him. So, Yunchi, I know this might be a little bit of a struggle for you, but uh, so a rock musician, actually a black rock musician, if you had to guess... Uh, who this person might be, who would you say? My only clue is that it's quite an... Well, I, don't, I don't want to use the word ancient, but like uh, an old-timer. 
He's quite an old timer musician. Okay, I'm trying to picture like uh, so the 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 tune in my head. Well, right I think now, you've already answered the fact because earlier you said I thought rock and roll was a white genre. So <laughs> I know for you, your your memory bank for a black rocker is yeah, it's really... like zero data in there. <laughs> But it's a black musician and an old timer, so I'm having this song when the night. Has come mm, and the moon is dark. <laughs> so I'm gonna go.、Uh, I'm just gonna try a lucky guess with Benny King. Benny King, yes. All right. Well, that's a decent guess. Let's、uh, let's hear what the judges have to say about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, really good、okay. guess, and that's a that's a really nice song, by the way. This artist is actually. Lenny Kravitz.、Mm. Lenny Kravitz is an American singer, songwriter, record producer, multi-instrumentalist, and actor. His style incorporates elements of rock, blues, soul, R&B, funk, jazz, reggae, hard rock, psychedelic, pop, folk, and ballads. He won the Grammy Award for Best Male Rock Vocal Performance four years in a row, from 1999 through 2002, breaking the record for most wins in that category and setting the record for the most consecutive wins in one category by a male. Love this guy's music. He's got a really cool,、uh, funky style. Of、mm. course, he's got great vocals and great music. And I got a few tracks that I would like to share for all you listeners out there. You might have heard these tracks before, but in case you haven't. I got an auditory treat for you. First up, I got "Fly Away," followed by "American Woman" and another track called "Again." Check it out.
and that was again by Lenny Kravitz. Love that track. I mean, I I listened to that one for many years. One of my personal favorites. Love his style. Love his vocals. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more music from him. Yeah, his vocal is pretty much the same as I expected from a, a rock musician. Okay, yeah, a high p, pe- a higher pitched voice. Mm, I'm not sure if I agree with you on that, but okay, got it. So Yunchi, who you got for us today? Right, this one I really liked the musician I'm sharing today, and <laughs> but in fact, I'm still struggling to pick the um, songs from him that I want to share with you today. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, so I will see how I feel as we、uh, talk about his life. How you feel? Okay, we're gonna get in deep into Yunchi's emotions. Here, guys. Right.、Um, we can start from fact number one, and of course, this is about his early childhood. And this is according to Commonwealth Magazine. So his whole family had quite a difficult life because he had、uh, two brothers and one sister,、mm-hmm. and the whole family was dependent on his father's income as、oh. a taxi driver. Okay, so he had a big family. So he had had four kids, and、uh, the father was the only one working. All right. Yeah, and that made his father quite stressful and grumpy, and he. Sure. Remembers that he was often beat up five days in a week by his father. Oh wow! So that was an abusive、uh, childhood.、Uh, I th- guess you can. I think you can say that. Yeah. And growing up in such an environment, he kind of entered the rebellious phase at quite a young age. So he started、sure. smoking at nine, and then later fighting. Yeah. And actually, when he was twelve years old, he accidentally found the album Crush from. Bon Jovi. <laughs> okay, Bon Jovi. All right, all right. And then he was attracted to the wild spirit in rock music. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. That that that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I guess Bon Jovi, bon Jovi was the leader for a lot of people <laughs> into rock sure, music. Sure. 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 During that time frame. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't a song for the broken. <laughs> It's my life. Right. <laughs> But despite of the financial predicament of the family, his mother still sent him to learn drum sets as he wanted. But he only stayed there for three months before the teacher kicked him out be- because of his smoking. Oh,、yeah. okay, yeah, too much Bon Jovi. All right, got it. <laughs> <laughs> And for him, the turning point for his life was at the age 15,、mm-hmm. when he was sent to a reformatory、oh, for putting a boy another... to hospital. Wow! And in that establishment. Him in the hospital. I mean, did he like kick him down the stairs, or okay, by fighting? Yes. Okay. And in that establishment, for the first time, he felt respected because the counselor sat down with him、mm-hmm. and tried to and truly wanted to listen to him. And so, with that person to be his company, he started to feel less angry about the world.、Mm. And the counselor also knew he was into music, so he got him a drum set in the reformatory. And later, he even and later he even started teaching the hooligans <laughs> to play drum. Play who? He taught who? The hooligans. The, the hooligans. Hooligans. Is that the name of his band, or are you are you actually calling him a hooligan? Like the other hooligans in the reformatory. Okay, so you're talking about the troubled youth that are inside of the reformatory. Yes. Okay. okay is that? I, I'm not, not a, sure if I would call them hooligans. <laughs> so that's not a that's not a proper word to use here. <laughs> I know what you, I know what you're getting at. Right. Troubled teenagers. Right. Right. Okay. Got it. You know, I think reformatory or prison, jail, these kinds of places are really interesting, and there are places that. 
that most of us in society try to avoid. But some people, when they go in there, they're actually reborn. And yeah. um, sometimes they, they, you know, they read certain books, they get educated, they get a chance to reflect on their lives, and they come out a completely uh, different person. And I, I, and I think in the case of this musician, I yeah. think that only proves TJ's point here, mm. because he came, went in there as quite a troubled teenager. Yeah, yeah. And he came out as someone as a drum teacher. Okay. Least, yeah. Right. Oh, and, that's what's up. Yeah, and for for that for his teaching experience with uh with the other kids in the establishment, he actually received twice the city's award for his contribution to the community. Wow. So he he's earning awards in uh in in jail. That's 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 nice. <laughs> It doesn't sound so nice when you say winning an award in jail, but that well, was. You know what I mean. Yeah, but that was fact number one. Now, fact number two. This is according to a blogger called Taolu Music. Okay. He formed a rock band called Diapson, and it's a rock band mainly cover songs from Bon Jovi, Mr. Big, and Skid Row. And he self-taught himself piano, guitar, and saxophone. And this is actually before he officially became a singer. And、okay. at the age of seventeen, he became the youngest singer in a folk music diner called Libra, the Horoscope. <laughs> and he was very hardworking because by that time he was still a student. And、mm-hmm. after school, he would pack his keyboard and a thick stack of music sheets and ride in a scooter around the city to perform in different diners and pubs. Wow! And he had a record of fifty hours of performance. In one week, okay, fifty hours. Okay, so he wasn't working. He didn't have a job because there's no way that would happen if he was working somewhere at like a, a restaurant or something like that. Because fifty hours—that's that's more than that's what most. That's something. Yeah, it's something even more than a full-time, a full-time job. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, what, that's、right. the point I'm getting at. <laughs> and fact number three, and this is according to no one because I consider according to no one. All right. <laughs> or no one dot com, guys. According to more, like according to myself, I picture. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's someone in the states to resemble this musician, and that person is Adam Lambert. Okay, I've heard this name. Yeah. What do you want for me? That's like. Oh, that guy. What、okay. do you want for me? <laughs> But of course, it's a lot more higher pitched. Like, what do you? No. no. <laughs> oh wow. Because this musician, he also rose to his stardom in a music show in which he was like competing against other contestants、mm-hmm. in the music show, and he actually lost. He and he actually only won the first two rounds in the music show, and he lost in the third. But still, his vocal captured many audiences and went viral in the TV era because that was in the year 2007. Before、mm. people were watching stuff on YouTube and right, social right. media, their smartphones. And it's funny that when he went to attend this music show, he was he had this rock singer hairstyle, the long hair like Bon Jovi had. <laughs> <laughs> and so this fame he acquired with just three appearances on the telly had jammed up the diners where he performed, and the fans would just come in to watch him perform. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and even though he didn't release any albums by that time, he was constantly invited into TV shows, and the viewership would go up when he appears、oh, on、man. the TV. That, okay, so that sounds like the country was ready for a rock musician. <laughs> right. Yeah. And just a reminder: at this time, he was still an Ordinary twenty-year-old student and a freelance musician.、Mm. So it's needless to say, many. 
record companies were fighting each other to recruit this young. That's talent. a nice position to be in, and I know he's probably thinking, "School, twenty years old. I'm, I'm not going to school. I got record execs. Time to drop out. Yep, <laughs> a good excuse. And I think there's a lot of people. Uh, I, I think the only musician that came out of the music contest that I know is uh, Adam Lambert. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, right? There's well, not much, right? Not many. Uh, Kelly Clarkson. She was uh, a big name that did well. I think it was American Idol and or,、uh, uh, The Voice. Either one. Yeah, yeah. There's a few others, but I, I, I yeah, I, I can't think of any right yeah, now. Yeah, Adam is probably the most、uh, famous one、uh, these days. These、yeah. days, yeah. Okay, now let's move on to the next fact, and this is according to multiple, and I mean multiple social media sources. Okay. The past decade, this musician has been notably known as someone that brings bad luck. Oh.、Okay. <laughs> in the way that every time he holds a concert in a place, the city will be ambushed by bad weather. <laughs> and people actually call him the god of rain. Oh、and、wow! Okay. So the earliest records started from actually two, 2012. So the day for his Beijing concert had the worst rainstorm for the city in 61 years.、Mm. And it, his Shanghai concert same year, the city was hit by Typhoon Haiyuan. And the same year, the hurricane Sandy hit the east coast of America <laughs> and stranded the master tape of his new album in New York City. Wow! And later, the same year on November twenty third, there were multiple cities in the UK were flooded by heavy rainfall, and it happened to be his concert in London. That sounds like a, <laughs> that sounds like a sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like for a whole decade, he's very known for bringing bad luck, particularly rainfall to the city. Man, that must be like、um, <laughs> a signal for like a lot of the venues in the cities. Like, oh, is that guy gonna throw a concert?、Uh, maybe、oh, we should never... better inform local meteorological <laughs> right, authority. Right, because that's man, I've never heard anything like that before. I mean, wherever this guy goes, there's a storm. Yeah, I think for anyone in China that spends enough time on social media, you would. Already know who this person is,、oh, and、man. this superstition was later flamed by China Meteorological Administration. They even followed him on Weibo,、mm -hmm. and with this sparked a lot of discussion and memes. <laughs> and with this opportunity, the bureau actually invited him to be part of their promotional video for the 70th anniversary. In the video, he was playing a talented weatherman. <laughs> 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 yeah, so there's yeah. a whole story around、uh, this guy's bad luck. That is so interesting. Rainfall. I'm sure pretty much everywhere he goes. I'm, I'm sure that that when he did that, when he hosted that, he probably just told people like, yeah, wherever I go, pretty much it's going to rain. I got a dark cloud that follows me everywhere. Yes, he so should hold concerts in places where a rainfall is needed. <laughs> so he's really gonna be contributional in this era where when we are trying to cut down the carbon emissions. <laughs> yes, definitely. Anywhere where there's a drought, I mean, in California, there's a yeah. We have an area that could use some rain. Nevada, Colorado. Yeah, I, I also read from、uh, one page that he had a concert in Vegas, and yeah, did it rain in Vegas? <laughs> rain in Vegas. What? <laughs> That's crazy. I vaguely remember reading that. Yeah, but I didn't include that into my facts. That is so interesting. Yeah, so that's why. So it needs tons of like、uh, coincidental incidents for people to pull this even the alias yeah. for him. Man, the Rain Man, huh? Yeah, the the, the Weather Man, <laughs> the Weather Musician. <laughs> wow. That brings us to the last fact for this guy. Okay. 
So after years of stardom, he's pretty much known as a pop singer, and he actually, for so many years, for for someone that has already become popular and famous, he repositioned himself as a rock singer and formed a rock band called Lion in 2016. Okay, Lion. Yeah, it's like, like the a, animal. Yeah, the animal lion. Okay, got it, got it. And they have released two rock albums and a cover album. In this cover album, there are some songs you would definitely know. My life is. Brilliant, my love is pure. Oh, you're、I、beautiful.、Saw. That's right. That's not technically a rock song. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> And also, they did a cover of the other song called、uh, "You Had a Bad Day." Da, 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 right, right. Da, 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 that's all I know about da, da, the song da, da, too. Da, da, you had da, a bad da, day. Every... <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> all the other stuff I don't know. <laughs> that's the only lyric you remember from this song. You had a bad day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I think for a song, as long as they can, as long as the song can leave one line in your head, I think it, it's successful. Is、right? it really? Okay. And also, he did the cover of Purple Rain, and of, of course,、okay. the Prince, the song、right. from his idol that inspired him to do rock music,、mm, bon "It's My Life," as well.、Mm, did he did he sing it in English or in Chinese? In English. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm gonna need your assistance to pick my <laughs> songs from this guy today. All right, sounds good. So he sang a lot of covers. Awesome. That's right, and that's actually the end of all the facts for、mm. this weatherman. <laughs> Wow, that is so interesting. I, I wish I knew who this person was. <laughs> uh, and uh, avoid him, right? If he's holding the concert in the city,、mm. then avoid going out. No, I think that would be kind of cool, actually. I just have、I'll、an umbrella, 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 and some、uh, and some、uh, like some flood boots. I should be all right. But、um, hmm, so you mentioned that. I mean, the most compelling fact is that you know the the storm, like the water everywhere he goes, it's storming. <laughs> And、right. uh, you know he's was influenced by Bon Jovi.、Right. You know he spent a lot of time in the reformatory.、Mm. And、um, well, I've guessed this guy a few times, and it hasn't worked out for me yet. But I'm going to guess him again until the day you're ready, right? Until it works out. <laughs> it's、I'm、like your s- amulet. You should, it's like your amulet for this show. Ah, <laughs>、uh, it's, it's that's that's not a good thing, but. I'm gonna roll with、uh, JJ Lin. JJ Lin. That's a good guess because they both had a pretty good vocals. Uh huh. But the judges are saying. <laughs> It's a shame that this person is not JJ Lin.、Mm. This musician is called Jam Xiao. Or is that an English name? <laughs> I'm sorry, that doesn't sound like an English name. I think he、all. tried to spell his last name. I mean, his Chinese last name as H S I A O. H S I A O, which is it's not even phonetically. No, that's that's not that. Doesn't, no, yeah, that but, doesn't work. Yeah, but his Chinese name is Xiao Jingteng or Jam. Yeah, or we can call him Jam. Jam works. Jam I, works. That, yeah, that that sounds relatively English. Yeah, so Jam is actually quite a notable rock musician, especially as quite a relatively young musician. Okay. His most famous album is called Princess, and the same titled song. Wait, wait, wait. His most This is a rock star, right? So、yes. he, he's his out. His most notable album is called Princess. Princess. It's actually a lot rockier than it, than the name sounds like. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm gonna play this one for you to give you a taste <laughs> of the princess. Okay. And the same title song. That the same changes, ti- that changes my image about him just a little bit. The same title, the rock song Princess, actually stayed number one hit for three months. 
And the two songs I have for you today, the first one is of course the one-liner song, <laughs> "Bad Day." It's an English cover of、uh, whoever sang it. Whoever sang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It's a one-hit wonder. We are、right? all、yeah, one-hit wonder. <laughs> And that will be followed by the very controversial song. Princess Wang Fei. Oh man! Well, before we get to those tracks, man, we're gonna go ahead and call it for this episode. And for those of you listening, thanks for joining us for another hilarious episode of Pop <laughs> Muse. Yunchi, it's always a pleasure, bro. Always, always. <laughs> Be sure to check us out next time for another trivia. You guys are the greatest. I'm TJ Reed, and it's Yunchi. Take it easy, folks. Ciao. Peace.
give us a passion when you need it the most. Oh, you and